Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with Mira Manga. Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with me, Mira Manga. We are back after a long time with the awesome Satine Phoenix. Many of you may know her from Maze Arcana. For those of you who don't, just imagine the queen of all things D&D and Geektastic. I caught up with her on her D&D European tour at the Bad Moon Cafe. This whole interview was basically down to the kindness of Callum from the Realistas, who hooked me up with the interview, introduced me to Satin, and actually lent me some of his microphones. He's an amazing boy. Also, his podcast is excellent. Check out the Realistas podcast if you like anything to do with games. Please excuse my wandering accent in this interview. As a child, I learned to adapt my accent to make friends in the playground, and I've never lost that habit. So. Sorry for the slightly cringe American accent, but no, it was all in the duty of getting a great podcast for you guys. I hope you can forgive me. Um, Hello. Yeah, that's it. It's a short one than usual. Hi. I really hope My you name's Mira. I'm going to sit next to you so I can hear you. Hi. Your makeup is beautiful. Thank you. Just quickly, I do a podcast called Girls on Tour Podcast about extraordinary women. So young girls can be inspired so they can see, oh, this is how I do it. Yes. So, and you're super inspirational. Oh, thank you. So I have some fast questions because I know you have so many people to see. Can you can you believe this? Look at how many people are here. I think I, uh, it's well deserved. I cannot believe. I mean, you know, I've been playing since I was eight. Wow. I'm 39 now, and I cannot believe how many people are out here just because some weirdo Filipino American girl was like, I like gaming. I love that story, <laughs> but I I refer to as kind of our queen. I'm like, she's kind of the queen of D&D right now. <laughs> Satin Phoenix. That's a big responsibility. You're representing all of us ladies. How do you deal with that being that? You're like the kind of main one. Oh, thanks so much. I find it because I have a voice and people listen, there is a responsibility, whether I'm a woman or a man or non-binary or whatever. Um, you know, um, it's very important that you respect your voice. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, um, I grew up in a in the Masonic fraternity. Oh wow! Right? I was in the female youth group. Okay. From 11 years old, I was a leader in my youth group. I had these very wise adults to look up to who guided me, and they were who I looked up to. And ever since then, they instilled in me be the best person that you can be. Right. And as you know, I I had to go about my path a very roundabout way. And I wouldn't change anything that I've done. Yeah. But it's made me, made me wiser. And so I guess I I do feel a sense of responsibility. And yeah. I do feel like I have to be, do good in the world. Yeah. One of the things I love about you is that you are so authentically yourself. You're not like a giggly girl or like, welcome to my show. You're just satin. And I think that's so valuable, your authenticity. So I feel like, I'm speaking for myself, if girls listen to you, they think, I can be myself too and have this wonderful life. You know, I've tried to be 
other people. I've tried to not be oh, okay. authentic. People told me, don't do this. Don't go to art school. Don't be a model. Don't do X. Don't do Y. Right. And every every time I started being self-conscious and then trying to do a normal thing, yeah. it just didn't resonate with me and my life was hard. Oh, the you moment, learned the hard way then, it, right? Yeah. But the moment I said, you know what? This is what I'm doing and I just have to keep doing it. It's almost like the universe opened up a, a, a path, like a golden path for me to follow. It's really beautiful. Yay. So we can all find our golden path. Yes, That's really good. gilding light. I love that. <laughs> a quick question. The best and worst things about being a girl gamer? Well, I'm a very positive person. The best thing is the look of surprise on people's faces. <laughs> and then I'm like, are you serious? Why are you surprised? Right. <laughs> I, I guess I'm very lucky that I get to game with so many different kinds of people that the idea girl gamer doesn't really it's not really I don't know you kind of busted right through that now you're just a gamer I I didn't really have to fight about it I'm just a gamer and I hope that that is norm that's the norm that it's less like a specific group that games and people realize that we're all gamers and we all accept each other I love that because that's that's D&D D&D is cooperative playing it is (laughs) but now I feel guilty asking you for your worst experience of being a girl gamer okay we don't have to no, answer. No, 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 I will, I will. So back when I did, I hit it with my axe. That was very controversial back in 2010. That okay. was hard because first you had a bunch of people who'd been playing D&D who didn't know who we were, and they're like, you're making money off of our hobby. Of course, it was their hobby. And actually, um, that is a very specific thing because people, and I, I am like them, they don't know it, right. where I was going through trauma and D&D helped me. Therefore, D&D was my game. Absolutely. And D&D yeah. is their game because it helped them. So suddenly, a group of women were making money off of their hobby. Ouch. So yeah. there was this article in io9 that came out. Uh, there's a big picture of me with blonde hair on it. And they were like, you're not a nerd. Oh, my goodness. And instead of fighting the troll, yeah. and this is kind of how I function in, in life, I don't argue. Yeah. I say, I hear your questions. Let me tell you every single year and everything that happened to me because I was the school nerd. People would invite me to parties in order to uh, make me cry and run home. Oh man! I was I was dressed by my grandmother. I had buck teeth and cross. I had a I had a lazy <laughs> eye. Yeah, that was hard. And so I listed it out. And the end of the the comment thread, he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I I actually had no idea." And it wasn't a win though. That's the thing. It yeah. was two people had a conversation. I exposed my reality to this person yeah. and showed that I my love of D&D is a part of who I am. It literally yeah. created me. I, I went through childhood trauma. I was molested by my dad at eight years old for nine years. Oh, honey. I'm I started sorry. playing D&D when I was eight years old. Right. And so here is something that has crafted who I am. 39! That's a long 
yeah. time. It's a, yeah, it basically has nursed you and made you the woman you are now, right? Exactly. So, you know, it's authentic, genuine. It literally is a part of who I am. And when more people play it, they realize it, how authentic they can be with themselves. And literally, that's all you got. That's all you can do. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that story. I really appreciate that. It was really kind of you to do so. Well, you got to be honest, right? Like, right. there is no fluff. Life is hard. It's all suffering. It's so our, hard. <laughs> our only job is to make everyone's journey on this scary planet a little bit lovelier and nicer. That's what we need to do. Yeah, I um, agree. So I work for Lush, and I work in the head office with loads of women. They know that I'm a D&D nut. Uh-huh. I really, really struggle to pull them to come play games with me. Have you got any sneaky tips to make girls? I'm going to call them oh, no, no, no. non-geek girls. I, I have girls. a request. Okay. Can you please make a D20 Lush bot bomb? Oh, my gosh. Well, I've been asking them to do that for oh years. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, well, one of the company's founders, his son, Jack, he makes all of our bombs. He just made a card game like Magic. So I live in hope because he, he, yes. he runs play tests with us. So I'm like, we need to do this. So, I'm going to give you this photo to say, hey, this girl, this girl here, I, she wants <laughs> you to make a D20 bath bomb. Well, and, then, and then show him my picture with my all the me in the D20s. And I then will. see. And then see. Well, he made a bath bomb for Ariana Grande. So he needs to make one for Satine Phoenix, right? Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> If you had your dream game and you could invite any four players, living, dead, or imaginary, who would you invite? Oh my god. Don't feel gosh. like you have to say friends. No, no, I'm, I'm going big. <laughs> I would want Jean-Pierre Genet, nice. Neil Gaiman, yes. Um, Plato. Okay, yes. And the philosopher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freud. Oh, my God. Can, Can you, you imagine? imagine? <laughs> I'm not coming to that game. <laughs> no, no, you deal with that yourself, my friend. It'll be a long game. It will. A very slow, long game. Oh, my Except God. Except for I feel like Neil Gaiman would pick it up. Yeah. But I really feel like Jean-Pierre Genet would, would handle it really well. There would be a, a lot his... of ethical wrangling, though, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. I could handle it. I think I can handle it. Uh, and a big passion of mine is, like, I love your look and I love your makeup. And I feel, feel like you teased a makeup line, right? Yeah, yeah. When, when can this happen? Like, what's happening? I need to... Uh, you know, it's funny because the moment I posted that, I got so many amazing responses. Yeah. And then I got really busy traveling. Oh, no. And then I was like, whoa. So um, I'm planning on taking a hiatus for a month to just write my book okay. and um, do those kind of things. Yes. So hopefully by next year. Okay. Because I have a jewelry line. I know, um, which is amazing. I just, the, so, only, the problem is I designed it with, because I like pure, like I like gold and I yeah. like, so I, it's a little expensive. Okay. So I need to figure out a way to make it make more affordable it. because as a dungeon master, I want everyone to be happy. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everybody listening, we just need to say send you messages of support and love to yes. make sure that that happens. Yes. And as this is the Girls on Tour podcast, 
on your European tour, what were your gaming essentials that you packed with you? And what was like your one like personal essential that you had to bring with you on your trip? Oh, so I use my laptop now in D&D Beyond for everything. Okay. And they do not sponsor me to say this. So this is my laptop. Okay. So I make sure that I have a very gilding light. This is my personal accessory. But that, I feel, kind of is my Dungeon Master screen. Absolutely. And then I love Wormwood. I have... So the only other things I, I bring are two sets of Wormwood dice holders. Yeah. One has my name on it. It's in uh, Purple Heart. The other one oh is God. one I got from The Descent that Wormwood gave me for my birthday. Yay! It's this really dark wood, but it's inlaid with sulfur. Wow. And it says The Descent 2019 on top. Inside are my level up dice because I'm obsessed with level up because they make gems. So I have agate. I have um, the pink agate ones. I also have black. Uh, it's got gold letters or gold numbers on it. And it's jet and onyx crushed and put back together. Oh, whoa. I know. It's very sexy. You're living my dream. Yeah. <laughs> and I have the 40th anniversary dice for Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. It's a see-through red with gold flecks. Okay. And then I also have, I usually have a dice roller, like a dice holder, yeah. but I couldn't bring the big one. Wormwood now has these coaster size. Oh, wow. So I have two. That's cool. And they're in uh, Purple Heart. Please never let your luggage get lost, ever. I would be hard. <laughs> and do you have like any beauty or personal care or lovely product that you moisturize? Bring Amen. Oh okay. my goodness. So I use eye cream and um, a face cream. Yeah. But I also use. I'm 39. I've got to use a lot of stuff. But the most important thing I think is when you're young, working out and taking a lot of vitamins. I take so many vitamins now. Yeah. I don't. And this is actually my. This is my face care. I don't eat sugar. Okay. I don't eat bread. I don't eat pasta or rice. Mm. I pretty much just like out of a month, maybe I'll cheat like three times. Okay, um, that's so good. But that's that's how you have to yeah. do it. You know, no alcohol. Amazing. Just, well, I don't yeah. drink any alcohol either. So I loved when you were talking about earlier the gaming was you can play with your friends and you don't yeah. need to be getting drunk. So yay. Yeah, I, I have a rule. I don't drink in America. Yeah, but I'm not in America right now. Yeah. So you know, we went out to Sushi Samba last night. It's at, wow. on the 38th floor in the, I think like the financial district out here yeah. in London. And I had a sake. Yeah. But sake is nice because it gives you a buzz, but then it, it you sober up really fast. Yeah, you're not going to do anything dumb. Exactly. But for an everyday foundation, just to, like, I'll wear it just because it has 50 sunscreen. Yeah. There is It Cosmetics. Okay. It's called CC Cream. I use the one in the pink container, and it okay. has, like, glitter in it or something. Yay, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. So always moisturize, and if nothing else, this. Yeah. Oh, the other thing. I get this question a lot. I use one, two, three eyeliners. Three black eyeliners and a black powder. I was going to guess you use a Kat Von D eyeliner because it looks so precise. I have that in my to-go bag, okay. in my purse, because yeah. I, I have the small one that from Sephora. But I actually use Too Faced. Uh, okay. Is it Too Faced? No, yes. it yeah. Faced? It's called, like, it's got a little cat on the end. Okay, well, next time you're here, let me know. <laughs> I want the Lush Makeup Girls, because I work in that office, to come do your face with you. Oh, my God. And I want you to have, like, a Lush bar treatment. So, will you come do that for Lush? Yes! Okay, we'll make it happen. Uh, Thank 
thank I you so it. much. I feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Absolutely. <laughs> Tatine, thank you so much. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> okay, that was the amazing Satine Phoenix. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Girls on Tour podcast. After such a long hiatus, we hope to be back with more interviews and exciting things very, very soon. Big thank you to TV's James Shakeshaft, who has insinuated himself into my life and also very kindly edited and kind of produced this podcast for me. Um, If you're interested in girls gaming, there is another event coming up at the Bad Moon Cafe, which is where we recorded the interview. It's on the 21st of September. It's called No More Damsels, and you can donate on a Kickstarter to help get a ton of girls into gaming. And we need more of them at the table. So, yeah please help out. And until next time, see you soon. That's good. you got a good podcast voice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I never know which accent is going to be in there. <laughs>